0: What up Bucks fans? We are back. It is Monday and that means it's a real Bucks talk live stream. I'm Michael Plus joined as always my good co-host Mark Ramirez. Mark, I wish we were starting this podcast on a better note or a higher note, but sad news today with the passing of Vincent Jackson. Um, Just talk about him and, and what you remember of Vincent Jackson.
1: Yeah, extremely sad. 38 years old. I mean, that's not much older than you and I. So Not the happiest way to start, but you know, I still remember to the day where we, when we signed him, right? Like the first signing of free agency, we're all ecstatic about it. It was like, this is the guy, like the way he kind of matured, Mike Evans brought him up, stuff like that. Ultimate professional. You, I always saw his stuff on like Instagram him around the community, stuff like that. Even some of our, of our friends had like pictures of him, like at lightning games and stuff like that. So sad to see him go way too young, way, way too young. A guy that you want almost every professional to be like, like pre- professional on the field and off the field. A guy that's going to be sorely missed. I don't think people really understand how much he really did around here, and he—you didn't hear, him, ain't no, there's no strikes on him or anything. He's just a very nice guy, mm. professional. Well, what about you?
0: Yeah, I mean, we were talking about it, you know, before the podcast, and you know. I remember that day when we signed him to that big contract and it was like breaking news right at four o'clock when free agency started, you signed him to a five year, $55 million deal. They did that in you know, respect to Josh Freeman. And um, you know, he was the big free agent and he was just a, a tremendous player on the field, but he did so much more off the field. And he, you hear the stories today, just people um, talking about him. It was mainly, you know, what he did off the field and that just shows you the character, the ultimate professional, like you said he was. And yeah, he's going to be missed because yeah, this Tampa Bay area, we lost a leader today and it's uh, it's just very sad. And I, my prayers and thoughts, all of our, you know, Bucks nation give our support to, you know, his family and friends close, you know, just hope they uh, you know, we're thinking about them during this time.
1: Yeah. Just sad moment. Be out. Take a moment. Think about Vincent Jackson, not just as a Buccaneer, but as a person and probably the stuff he was going through. I guess no one knows what it is, the exact cause of death or anything like that. They're going to be looking into it, but again, sad day for Buccaneer fans and just me, Jack's family and everything. But uh, with that, let's jump into some other Buccaneer news. So there's a lot to talk about. A lot of things have been said since we last talked. Yeah, we all talked the last live stream about how amazing it was. Bucks win the Super Bowl. We went over everything. Hope you guys saw some of the, the preview or not previous, the film studies after the game. Awesome. A lot of credit to the running game opening stuff up. It was literally not necessarily easy, but it came easier for Tom Brady because of that. And I love how we actually could execute like that during the, the Super Bowl. But now comes what? The looming draft and free agency. So yeah. Our draft content is going to come very, very soon. Be prepared for that. But let's talk about what the Bucks defense is because that's going to be the biggest decision makers. Like, what's Sha- Shaq Barrett going to do? Are we signing him? Are we not signing him? Levante mm. What's going on with that? Right. Bucs fans, Bucks Twitter guys, all this stuff. It It's like being GM, thinking, oh, we can sign everyone. Or then you have people saying, oh, just let this guy walk. He'd trash.
0: Yeah, it's, it's the beauty of the off season. The off season has officially begun for, you know, the Buccaneers and, you know, we had a nice week of celebration, but now it's time to get to business and, you know, it's a year round thing. So you always have to be on, you know, not only what's going on this year, but you have to look into, you know, future years as well. Uh, But yeah, I mean, when you look at this defense and we have a lot of big free agents, like you said, on defense, The defense is run through the middle. You know, that's where our defense flows. That's why Vita Vea is so important. We all know that. And um, yeah, it's very important that you have a strong, you know, middle presence, whether it be Vita Vea, then you have, you know, Levante David, Devin White, Antoine Winfield. Those are your middle key, you know, players right there. That makes the defense go. It's all about getting that pressure up front. That way, your edges, JPP, Shaq Barrett, they can work off of that you know, inside pressure and get sacks. I mean, we, we talked about how Shaq Barrett just benefits very much so, and so does JPP off of Iavea. Um, But that's really the defense. And when you're looking at it in that sense, then, yeah, you want to bring back guys like Levante, David, and maybe Endomic and Sue if he doesn't, you know, retire. But those would be your priority free agents over a said Shaq Barrett or, you know, others.
1: Yeah, so I think some Buck fans may be like,
0: what?
1: Let Rusher go? I mean, we're we're saying this. If the money's there to work for a team contract, I mean, you don't want to be in the same situation. Or some of these guys are going to Cap Hill, like the Buccaneers did right after the Super Bowl. Last time they won it. Let's not recreate that same crap show.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I tempered myself there. But, uh, let's think about it. So uh, some people were mentioning J.J. Watt in there. For Ruqab, I see you, but uh, I mean the thing is to me, let's go back to when we first hired Bruce Arians. We got Todd defense. If you guys were part of the podcast, we brought in Jess Root, who's a guy that follows the, the Arizona Cardinals. What was mm-hmm. it, Rise Up, Sea Red? This is
0: yeah, the- Rise Up, Sea Red. Yeah, it's a great
1: podcast. Yeah, and they they made or he 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 told us literally they built it all through the middle. That's why we're telling you what's going to happen, what happened with our defense. Everything is driven up the middle. The A-gap blitzes are there for a reason. It's the fastest point, straight line. And like you say, the edge benefits from the middle of the defense. What is the highest priority in our eyes? Middle of the defense. Devon White, LaFonte David, Vita Vea, Antoine Winfield, everything in the middle. Shaq Barrett is a great player. Yes, so is JPP. But Shaq Barrett, if he's asking $19 I I can't. I mean, because the thing is, all that middle pressure is going to cause the edge rushers to get better sacks, better opportunities for sacks. So in my opinion, if Shaq Barrett's going to say like he, he posted out there, made a comment um, they're gonna have to bring up the the brink trucks or b- break the bank or something. Something mm. like that. He said, I, I don't know. I I just, I wouldn't break the bank too much for him. 15, 16, like he got this year. Okay. But to me, 1920, he's not Khalil Mack. That's just my two cents. What What is your take on that?
0: No, I, I agree with that. I, You know, I wouldn't overspend. Again, they can get creative with their contract structuring. I mean, that's the only way I can see maybe they go closer to that kind of market of, you know, 18, 19 million. Um, you could do something like, you know, make his cap hit like seven, 8 million this year. And maybe it's more, you know, closer to that 18 million next year where you have more money. Um, but yeah, I mean it just depends on what their plan is. I, again, I would prioritize, you know, make sure you have Levante back for sure. He's he's definitely needs to be back in the building. Uh, he's a big uh, key for Devin White and how well Devin White plays. Uh, and then also, you know, you know I prior to prior to I can't speak, <laughs> <laughs> I would prioritize uh, and Dominic and Sue, um, you know, because if he wants to come back, I feel like he's a, a good player still. He's still playing at a very high level. I would try to bring him back for you know a reasonable contract. I think he would get maybe a one, one year deal for six million or so, something like that, a little less than eight
1: million. Yeah, so I, we brought it up on the screen now. Mm-hmm. I, last year, fifteen point eight million. Levante, ten million. If we can get Levante back at ten million a year, I'm hundred percent down for that. Like breaking it down this way, Robert Gronkowski, I don't see him wanting nine million again.
0: No, I, I mean. I would say five, five for Gronk about, you know, about that range.
1: Five, well, six. I mean, what Cam Break got last year, 6.5. Mm-hmm. I'd probably say is normal because he's not the number one option. He's not number two option. Hell, he, he may be number three or less. So I see that number dropping. Sue, I still think that's going to be a little high, but he, he commands it. I don't know how he works this in the contract, but he does. is <laughs> probably gone. Joe Hag because, so this is the thing. We have money to spend. It's just guys like Chris Godwin who are a free agent who got paid diddly poo over mm. here. They're going to need that massive increase. And that's what people are saying. Like we're going to franchise Chris Godwin. What are, what are we going to do? Cause yeah, yeah. His money. 25 years old wide receiver could be easily a number one in any other team. But because of Mike Evans, he's sitting at number two mm. so, before we jump on that. Actually, we answer a couple things in the chat. The baby's doing awesome. He gained two pounds since his last checkup. He's been eating good. He's milk drunk all the time. <laughs> that Jeff Goodrich, awesome. Uh, and then yeah, some people were mentioning JPP at nineteen million, no way for Shaq. Yeah, so just I guess touch more on Chris Godwin and mm-hmm. he deserves. And do you think? Yeah, he-
0: I I see. You know, a lot of people saying he's going to get the franchise tag. I think that's definitely a possibility. You could you know franchise tag him for maybe a little over sixteen million. I mean that's uh, you know an option. I think they they will look at um because you want to make sure you know you know gowan's going to be that consistent player for you he kind of had little ups and downs this past year with injuries and stuff but uh it might just make sense you know to franchise tag him right now and then you you know you can give him that long-term deal um you know the following offseason um but you know with Shaq, i mean it, it's interesting it, yeah i mean I, I agree with you raymond they do have the money to to push it down the can you know push it down the road and you know, get everyone back if they want to, it just depends on, you know, how, how they want to proceed because they really haven't done this, um, in the past, you know, they really set up their contracts well, so they don't have a lot of that da- dead cap space, you know, like the like the saints are dealing with right now. Um, you know, cause they're over the cap because they've been doing this for the last four years. They've been pushing contracts down to the next year to keep everyone and try to win a championship. And unfortunately they couldn't get it done. So, you know, better luck next year, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it's, so it's really in the Bucks' court. I mean, they can, you know, if it's me, I would try to bring back, you know, the priority players. You know, Shaq Barrett, Adam David, Gawin Gronk, all those guys. I would try to get them back in the building um, because this is your time. It's your time to win now, and I think you should go for it. So don't don't uh, worry about the the future coming up. You know, spend your money, go for that championship. That's how I I would do it.
1: I I, I agree in a sense. Mm-hmm.
0: And use use your draft, you know, use your draft for the future, you know, set up your, your picks that way and have depth and guys that can come in and potentially start.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm always going to be strong in draft. I mean, we always, probably mm-hmm. you're going to see a lot of draft content out of us coming really shortly. So be prepared for that. But to me, so a lot of people in here, yes, trade OJ Howard, OJ going to get traded for picks. Do you think Bucks should trade OJ? No, <laughs> no. I'm, no. I'm going to immediately say no. And yeah. I mean,
0: well, as long as OJ's healthy, I, I think he'll be back again. He's in his last year of his contract, so I understand that. Same thing with
1: Ronald Jones. I mean, you know, do you trade to Ronald Jones? So that's the point I want to make. So, yeah. usually trading, let's think of it in a stock OJ Howard stock. How low do you think it is right now? Coming off an Achilles injury, it's
0: pretty, pretty low. Yeah, for sure. The the
1: barrel. How high do you think Ronald Jones's is?
0: It's above average for sure. You know, almost had a 1,000 yards and played pretty
1: well. So who do you think would garner more picks or more return? Mm,
0: I don't know. It's interesting because tight end, you know, with OJ's, you know, physical ability, he might actually get. Almost every year. That's true. He is injury prone. And you could kind of say the same with Rojo a little bit, but.
1: Uh, (laughs) I think it's more just never getting the ball. And then now he's. I mean,
0: up. I I think they would probably garner probably the same value. I would say a fourth to fifth round pick I think you could get in return. Well,
1: to me, I'm just – you keep Howard. He's got a player-friendly contract or team-friendly contract. What That's can Drew and Bronc do together? Mm-hmm. I mean, Bray, someone said it earlier that he deserves probably better. I mean, he's not going to get the same amount of targets that you can get anywhere else. I mean, I and plus 6.5 for a third string tight end, come on. <laughs> yeah. so he really wants to be a part of this team or he goes on makes money and has a, a better numbers career because he deserves it so it's it's his choice honestly but we'll see uh oh thank you jeff <laughs> I
0: appreciate it. Hey, that's awesome
1: oh, man dinner on me Do we draft a quarterback oh my gosh okay. oh
0: man well let's let's uh, should we finish this debate first or we well, got to move to quarterback.
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll jump on just because hey, he put the 499 down on the plate. You put dinner that's, on the table. That's we true. Have to, we have to address it. So let me actually, Jeff, good point. Good question. Let me bring it on over to here. So I don't know why people are actually thinking this is a serious thing. <laughs> Who replaces Tom Brady, Buccaneers GMI's Blaine Gabbert as possible successor? Who in the hell thinks that's a true? <laughs> i mean it's not in, I the, mean, chat, in the chat please answer if you think this is true now, <laughs> for me and then we'll talk about drafting a quarterback
0: yeah yeah i don't i mean
1: you're, you're are you distraught about what what he just said here uh, <laughs> guy, I, he is a one but he is one guy my scouts and i talk about he's just one guy that i love to watch throw every day in practice because he's got a cannon that's that's why he's going to be our future quarterback. Very accurate, very much stretching the truth there for this throws. And well, can just really whistle them in tight windows. I don't care how hard you can throw a ball, James could throw a ball harder than anyone. Did he make the smartest decisions during the game? No. Do mm-hmm. I think Gabbert can do that? It's far stretch yet again. So, yeah, I, I agree
0: know. with Jack Barrett. I mean, that's this says it. Man, that's pretty much what it is.
1: You need to resign him as a backup Q to G- GM speak. Yes, I agree with that. But some people are actually entertaining the fact that Lane Gabbert is going to be our number one. It's, that's the successor to Tom Brady. Well, well, he
0: was a 10th overall pick, <laughs> first round.
1: You can where L was behind that well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Jack, Jacksonville Jaguars, you know.
1: Now, think about who just drafted. Okay. No on Gabbert. Thank thank you, yeah. but.
0: Yeah, thirteen and thirty-five as a starter—that says it. <laughs> Ouch! Robert, yeah,
1: Robert Green outside leverage live stream guys, check him out. Robert Green, very, very intelligent. Buccaneer mm-hmm. fan, Buccaneer just obsessive. Check him out if you haven't checked him out yet. But let's keep going on to his actual question: Do we draft a quarterback? What do you think?
0: Uh, this year, I think it's definitely a possibility. Uh, it just depends on who who is available. I mean. When you're looking at the quarterback class, a lot of them are going to go early in the first round. You're you're sitting there at 32. I mean, maybe if someone falls, but if anything, I think you're hoping someone does, and then you try to trade down with that said team. You get a lot of picks for future resources, especially if you can get a first-round pick for next year. I I think that would be that would be the way to go. Um, And I think you know, once we get into draft talk, that's something I'll bring up. You know, as far as trading down, I think it's a very real possibility, um, especially at 32, but quarterback, I I think it definitely is um, something they'll look at. You know, I I like Kellen Mond for, for day three. Um, We talked about him before, Um, you know, Kyle Trask, I know he's interesting, but you know, I'm just, uh, as far as round one, I'm not sure they'll get any of the, you know, top prospects.
1: I mean, and I don't want them trading up to try and reach for one. Don't pull the green Bay Packers. Right. (laughs) I mean, you're still going to be looking for now and the future. I mean, every every pick should be that way. It's not just oh, we're going to think five years. What, mm. what do you do for me now, not not for long, right? That's what NFL stands for. Yeah, so absolutely, predict what the future is going to be. You got to be able to win and produce immediately. That's what Tom Brady does best. So once he's gone, what, what are you going to be? You're going to empty cabinet there. I mean, you got to have something there. I think you do draft one. Will it be first round? We'll see. I mean, that's why this is a good thing of being at 32. You can see how the cards fall. And if it's a little bit up, just a couple picks. Okay, great. If someone really want, is giving you the whole damn lot of a wagon of, of a glutton of picks, I'm going to take that over. Oh, this could be my guy. I want it to be a for sure thing. And I don't know how Jason light is at drafting quarterbacks. Cause I mean, Last time he did it, it was with Lovey. so I don't know. We'll we'll see how that goes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, my thing is, I mean, if you can trade down, you get extra picks, you can have resources for next year to really go after a quarterback, you know, especially next year when you – if your team is solidified like you think you can this offseason with bringing back certain players you don't have many holes, I, I think you can go into next year and really look at – wherever you're drafting, you can look at a possibility of trading up and getting, you know, the quarterback that you really, really love. Um, so, I mean, that's, you know, that's an option, but yeah, I mean, just looking at, you know, the free agents, like we talked before, you know, obviously, you know, obviously prioritizing, you know, Vlante David I think is is number one. And then Chris Godwin, Shaq Barrett, you know, and Dominican Sue, et cetera, down the road, um, you know, and, and we talked about as far as you can make room, you know, to bring everyone back if you want to. It just depends on how you want to structure the, your cap and contracts. Um, and there's plenty of possibilities to restructure deals like Donovan Smith, um, Ryan Jensen, Tom Brady, you know, is probably going to get an extension somehow um, to, to help this team. Mike Evans already came out and said he wants to, you know, take less or, you know, restructure his deal so he can create more cap space. So that's a good thing. So you have guys that are willing to do that. Um, that. That should help your team. But, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of great questions here in the chat. Um,
1: this is one I kind of
0: see. Great
1: mm-hmm. cut candidate. I would think instead of trading OJ, why don't you trade trade break? You had a good playoff. I mean. I think
0: that's a possibility. I think, yeah, I think Breit's going to be someone you look at. Um, you know, same thing with, you know, maybe a maybe um, a Ronald Jones that we talked about earlier. Yeah, start Hudson. <laughs> I like that.
1: I think this is more, I mean, I love Cameron Break. I mean, every Buccaneer loves Cameron Brait. And then Furukawa can't cut Brait after that Lombardi catch. That's true. I love it. I mean, I love him as a player. He he's literally grown up here. The thing is, he will return more. I think he will give you more in a return for a trade. And does he deserve more? More catches? Yeah, but it's just he's just not going to get it here. And we can't have three or four tight ends that deep. And then you have his twin and Tanner Hudson. It's just a smarter business move to get the younger player. It's almost like Tom Brady was saying in the Patriots, like they they knew this isn't this is an outlier. He's forty three years old. Holy crap, mm-hmm. he's gonna fall off the cliff one of these days. We got to look to the future. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying Cam Brady's an old man. I'm just saying, I mean, we got the young guy right there. We have an opportunity to trade a guy. I would think that'd be your your move. But uh, that's my two cents. So let me go over here. Actually, back to the the actual roster of who we're going to sign back. Two guys, I think that we should or will let go Leonard Fournette and Antonio Brown. Am I wrong? Or am I right?
0: No, I think you're right. I think, you know, those guys are probably going to be gone. Um, I, I, I can see guys like, you know, Nunez Roches, Anthony, Claire, um, you know, the, the ones there, you know, towards the the bottom, all those guys, I think will probably in some fashion come back. Obviously Ryan Suckup. That's a big franchise. Gotta, ten. franchise we, ten. Yeah. We got to get him back. So, Know, Ross Cockrell's another one I think that can return. Um, you know, all those guys will probably be signed again. Those are you know, ER, ERFAs and all those guys, they'll be signed back for pretty relatively cheap. So you expect them to be back. Um, yeah, Robert, uh, Robert Green's talking about Ronald Jones is too good to, to trade. I mean, he is good, but I just, I'm just not sure about the ultimate fit for this offense. I mean. He, you want to see him become a complete back, and it just hasn't really taken place. He's just not natural with catching the football. Uh, he struggles at times in pass protection. Great runner as far as inside and out, he can make things happen, but just don't know if they want to do that where it's you know they know that he doesn't really offer
1: much on you know passing situations. I don't understand what a running back is too good to trade. I, mm-hmm. I mean, to me, the way they. You pound. can find you can find running backs every year. I know? mean, is, you can literally see or sneak. Not yeah, sneak. Mm-hmm. Exact same thing. Rojo's trajectory went first year terrible. Well, actually, Vaughn's is night and day different from Rojo's. And then second year better. Third year could be breakout. Same similar trajectory. So I mean, I don't too good. I don't necessarily think that. I mean, mm-hmm. I think he's a good, really good running back. We've we've been on the Rojo train for a while. It's but to me, it's just like you just said, is he a natural catching the ball? No. I mean, is he a guy that, oh, you trade him away, our offense is down in the in the dumps? Hell no. So yes, he's a really good runner. Between the tackles, getting to the outside, he can do just about anything. But just to me, I, I don't see him as too good to trade at all. I think if someone's saying here's a second for him, I run to that that phone to pick it up. But I mean, that's that's just me. And mm. I I look more to the draft and getting running backs that way. And if you can run back with a Rojo and Vaughn or Fournette because we get rid of Rojo, that's another thing. Fournette's saying, oh, if I get more carries, that's what Jen kind of uh, posted out. If Fournette gets more carries, he doesn't want to split the carries with Rojo. I'd rather have Rojo over Fournette right now. I don't care if Fournette's got the better Super Bowl numbers. Mm. Fournette was great in the playoffs. Don't get me wrong. During the regular season, I guess a lot of people forgot how he performed. <laughs> well, I mean, would I love to have him back? Yes. Is he going to want to split carries? It sounds like no. Is he going to get more than that $2 million elsewhere? Hell yes. I mean, and
0: and that, that's another thing with Rojo. I mean, he's up for a contract next year. I mean, and, and do you want to, you know, invest in Rojo for more money? Like it, you know, because once he gets on the market, he's probably going to get demand, you know, at least five, six, seven million. you know, around those numbers and, running backs don't usually get, you know, you just don't pay running backs like that. Um, <laughs> that is true. That is a great point. I mean, wherever Bill O'Brien is, I think he's coaching in college now, but yeah, I mean, it, it's just, you don't, you just don't want to pay running backs. And we did it, we did it before with Doug Martin. And I know Jason light probably not going to want to do that again. Um, so, I mean, unless Rojo comes back for a reasonable contract, it's less than like $3 million, then sure. But, you know, usually that doesn't happen. Usually running backs in their second contract, they try to maximize because they don't get paid. You know, we we haven't seen, you know, the great running backs, unless you're like, you know, Le'Veon Bell, where you can just, you know, get $16 million from the Jets. But
1: How's he done since?
0: Right, <laughs> exactly. So I'm just saying like running backs usually try to maximize that deal because they don't get paid a, a lot as other positions.
1: Well, Kamara going to want that, right? Has he, mm-hmm. he hasn't signed his contract yet? Right.
0: Right. He's going to demand a deal. So.
1: <laughs> Whoop! I mean, what Christian McCaffrey? What is he getting?
0: Yeah, uh, he's he's Kamara, getting up. He's getting paid pretty good. I think he's getting around sixteen mil or something like that.
1: Yeah, CMC best there is. Dude's insane. Dude's mm-hmm. insane. So, I mean, but I mean, that's just us talking. Running backs. We don't value the running back that high. Uh, I yeah. we we are one that always says don't draft a quarter a running back the first round. Just don't do it.
0: It might happen this year.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's like saying that Roberto Aguayo was the highest second round pick in the world. Yeah. Borderline. I mean, yes, he'll light will vividly tell you I made a big ass mistake, but Mm -hmm. hey, I I just don't agree with that unless it's bottom, bottom of the first round and Mm -hmm. you don't really have a a, a need. I mean, we, we don't really draft based off of need either way. Best player available if it's there. Do it. I mean OJ Howard's best player of yeah. the?
0: Well, when I when I look at this team, you know, and the and the position to upgrade and the, the obvious one that sticks out to mind is running back. I mean, that's you know that's a position that you want to see us have a guy that can do everything and do it well, and, and really make an impact where you don't have to take him off the field and you know Tom Brady can throw him the ball or you can hand it off to him and just have that consistent guy. You know, and if a guy like Najee Harris or Travis Etienne or you know, Javante Williams is potentially there, then yeah, I could see it happening and, you know, Javonte? yeah, first round for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. Or, or even trading back into the second round, you know, getting more picks and then taking a running back there because that's another thing you have to remember. We're 32, 64, etc. So we have to wait a long time, you know, in between picks. And, um, so if you really love a guy and you think, okay, he's fringe, first rounder, second rounder, then yeah, maybe you do take him at, at 32.
1: Yeah. Hey, in due time, it's coming up fast. I mean, we're not used mm-hmm. to the crap of going this deep into the playoffs, winning a Super Bowl, and then the draft is like two months away. It's just yeah. insane. <laughs> we, we got a lot of work to do. Mm. Be fun, guys. Enjoy it. But uh, <laughs> well, let's keep going on. So, we'll talk about Antonio Brown. I mean, do you think we bring Antonio Brown back or no?
0: Uh, again, I, I mean, it depends on point um,
1: six million. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, it just depends on you know what he wants as far as contract. I, I know he probably wants to be back, but um, I don't really see a need to bring him back uh, because I like what we have, and you know, Scotty Miller, Tyler Johnson, um, and we'll probably draft a receiver. I'm sure this year again, you know, Jason Light usually does that. So, I mean, I just don't, I don't see it right now, but it's definitely not out of out of the question.
1: Robert Green doesn't like it at all. <laughs> yeah,
0: Robert Green wants uh he he wants um defense alignment, defense alignment and more defense alignment and I, I agree. I'm fine with that.
1: Yeah, well, okay, so this is my take. Okay, so the running back position a little bit different than wide receiver position. We have way too many good wide receivers. I mean, yes, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, we had the situations where they got hurt, both of them did. Damn near, almost. We thought we lost Mike Evans for the the whole playoff run. Luckily, he didn't. Still can't believe he played every game after that. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, if you sign back Antonio Brown, okay, you're you're waiting for him to be another third receiver in this monster of receiver glutton of of, that we have, and you're slowing down Scotty Mills' progression, Tyler Johnson's progression, and you're just you're holding other people back when really Antonio Brown is still when he was actually healthy playing with other teams, with the Steelers, one of the best wide receivers in the league, Mm -hmm. let him get his money. He's going to want to do it. And do you risk trying to keep him under wraps again? I don't know. I honestly think like to me, I was like hoping to stay, just don't mess up. Don't get (laughs) get in trouble again. I mean that to me, honestly, that's how I felt, but I don't see him taking 1.6 million again, especially with Chris Godwin's contract. He's going to get, just let him go let Scotty become that number three and let's go, baby. <laughs> that's much. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And no, I agree with that. And yeah. And this is a good point by Robert Green. He says, you know, get, you know, you can get uh comp picks as well. So
1: Ooh.
0: that's, um, yeah, that's something to think about. same thing. with like Shaq Barrett, you know, Shaq Barrett leaves, you know, you can get comp, you know, picks the next year. So
1: I don't think we're getting much for Brown though.
0: He probably, came- probably not. You know, it's all based on, you know, how many people you sign and, you know, what other people signed for. So, but, you know, I I think he's probably, he's down at the, at the bottom, as far as, as far as priority, you know, Antonio Um, you know, they're going to, they want Chris back for sure. Chris is only 25 years old. He's, you know, a stud receiver. They want to bring him back and you have Scotty Miller who can do just about anything. Tyler Johnson, same thing. They're trying to mold him more um, and get him more developed. So I like I, our receiver room.
1: Yeah. So TV 12, Goatman. Brady wants AB. That's all that matters. Well, <laughs> let's hey, if he wants him that much, Brady can say, you know what, take another 1.6. If he does again, okay. But I still think it's delaying Scotty Miller's progression and Tyler Johnson. I, I like those two a lot. They have key roles. AB can do a crap ton of things. He deserves to get paid for it. And I don't know if, again, I already made my points. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep going on. Let's see. So mm. a lot of people are talking the JJ Watt talk. They're talking. Yeah. yeah here we go. Buck sign JJ Watt if lose Shaq Barrett or Sue. So, I mean, that's looking forward to free agents. We could sign. Obviously, that was probably the biggest name that you mm. in free agency. Do you want to talk about this or finish talking about our team first?
0: Uh, no. I mean, we can touch on JJ. I mean, JJ is probably not going to sign until teams know exactly what the salary cap's going to be so i think they're just waiting on that you know to get the actual final number uh and then you know teams will start you know calling it and negotiating with him Um, i know there's you know there's already been rumors that he's there's a lot of interest for sure and i mean he's a great player so i mean jj would be a nice a nice addition for sure it just depends on the price um you know i know the bucks are probably going to want to focus on bringing back their guys first and then see what you know, they can do as far as other players, but you might have to, you know, push forward. If the interest, you know, gets serious, maybe the books, you know, dive in and see what they can, you know, manage, but we'll just have to wait and see. Again, I get, I would love the addition. He's a great player.
1: I second that. I mean, JJ, Watt, not only on the field, but community wise, mm-hmm. just he's, he's bigger than just a player. Like he, like if we need any more giant personalities that are good people on the defense, right? <laughs> it's just crazy, crazy. I mean, again, but numbers wise, what what will he demand? What, what does he really want to just win a championship, or does he want money as well? Is mm. he want like what Shaq Barrett's wanting? Yeah. <laughs> or Does he want what like AB gave us? <laughs> yeah. It's all up in the air. I mean, Jason Light has a a big job ahead of him. But then again, this is a team that just won the Super Bowl 31 to 9 against the defending champions that went, what, 14 and 2 during the regular season? Probably mm-hmm. could be 15 and 1. Yep. And we just made them look like a joke or not a joke, but we kind of walked all over them. Whether it be because of flags or lack of offensive line, <laughs> get out of here. I mean, yeah. either way, we won convincingly. Whether you did get a couple first downs or didn't allow a first down we still win by at least two scores. Let's, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Let's keep going on. So yeah. <laughs> got to keep in mind, new state <laughs> income. Yeah. yeah, that's key. But I mean, any more takes on JJ. Watt? no, thanks.
0: no, I mean, it's just, it, it's early. I mean, we just gotta, we have to wait and see, but, um, you know, I think the focus really for the Bucks is they're going to try to bring back who who's on their roster right now. Um, you know, they're going to focus on, you know, signing their own guys, seeing how many guys they can keep. Again, there's only 31 guys under contract right now. So, you know, they got to make some, uh, they got to make some hay here and, and bring some, a lot of people back, you know, whoever they can.
1: Whoa, this is, I didn't even know he was a free agent. So Farouk always I always like getting his takes in here. Mm-hmm. Possible we bring back GMC if the price is low. Is he free uh. agent right now? Can we sign a one-year deal?
0: i think i think he is a free agent yeah they uh the cowboys actually cut him i believe and um yeah he's been rehabbing so Eh, that's that's possible i wouldn't mind it again on the low they 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 let him go for a reason so you know
1: another injury prone guy though yeah oh and i'd
0: rather go with jj watt i mean jj watt was actually extremely productive last year he played in all 16 games and you know, he was, he's a guy that can play inside or outside in this defense. I think he could play the five tech if you need him there, or he can, you know, stand up and, and rush, you know, that way. Um, I know some people said he can't, but he can do it.
1: If we have Anthony Nelson doing that. I'm pretty sure JJ. Yeah,
0: He's athletic enough.
1: Just, just saying he's mm-hmm. far more athletic than Anthony Nelson. Right. Uh, or here was it, where was it? I lost it. Oh. <laughs> Well, Bucks Skull gang in the house said, "What though AP talk?"
0: Uh, Adrian Peterson. Uh, I don't see. I don't see AP happening again. He's been trying to get on the Bucks for years for whatever reason. Uh, it's just not going to happen. Um, I feel bad for the guy. It's like it's just his dream, but it's not coming true.
1: <laughs> oh, Bucks report in the chat. Shout out to best in the business, RBT.
0: Uh, I appreciate Bucks report. Big shout out to Bucks report. They're awesome. They they promote a lot of our stuff and our work and very much appreciative so trying to shout you guys out more
1: yeah we have been on the low low with that too <laughs> yeah <laughs> report, check us out over there as well yeah. uh let's let's talk about I saw it earlier in the chat I don't you know you know what, let's finish our talk so let's go over here to our free agents who else do you think walks who do you think is crucial to bring back yeah. I mean I know we talked to AP
0: yeah, yeah we we, we talked to big guys you know I I think you know, a lot of the the guys down the list are, are really, you know, you can bring them back for, you know, minimum. Uh, so I, I see a lot of those guys coming back, you know, just as depth. And plus, if you have, you know, more OTAs, off-season workouts, training camp, you're going to need bodies. So, you know, you have to get up to 90 players. So I, I think a lot of those guys will be back on, on the low. Um, I don't see anyone really making big contract demands out of that group.
1: Standing over there. Yep. Yeah, so this is one other thing I want to touch on before we move on to free agents and more draft talk. Mm-hmm. A lot of the big talk as well is, oh, in twenty twenty two, the Bucks are loaded. They got so much cap room that the, the yeah. GM's making great moves. So let's look forward. What what does twenty twenty two have to offer? Let's see if this thing is going to say anything. I Hate these <laughs> ads. But okay, so of five players is sixty five million dollars. Mm-hmm obviously going to have a lot of cap room if Tom Brady's free agent, Donovan Smith, Jason Pierre, Paul, Ryan Jensen and William Golson. Like right there is like $65 million. So yeah, you're looking pretty. If you're your number one quarterback, your number one left tackle, your number one, right edge rusher, your number one center. And you're probably, and (laughs) forgive me. And Vita Vea is out there. Mm. I don't even know how much he's commanded. They don't even know. So (laughs) all going to get either increases. Tom Brady may, Take the lease because he would just wants to win again if he even wants to play again.
0: Mm. Oh, Vita V is a club option. That's why they don't have. Oh, okay. So we'll bring him back. Oh, that's,
1: that club's taking that option. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, look at all the money that's going away that you're still going to have to resign. Do they right. take even less? We'll see. We'll see. I mean, Jason Peter Pearl probably wouldn't garner that much. Well, I mean, it's still in the future, but it's just more everyone's talking about it. And this is it. It's a mm-hmm. lot. Going up, they're, they're going to have to resign. That's the only reason yeah. why I kind of brought that up. And,
0: and, and a lot of those guys, they they might you know go this offseason and say, hey, let's do an extension, you know, to mm-hmm. save money that way. Um, you know, so that's definitely a possibility for sure.
1: Yeah, OJ, Ronald Jones, Carlton Davis, those are guys. Even Alex Kappa, Jordan Whitehead. Look at all these starters that we're going to have to resign. Mm-hmm. I, Rob, Robert Green would say, bring up the brink truck for Ronald Jones <laughs> right now. <laughs> <Isn't that laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, if OJ goes off because it's a career year, I'm mean a career year, contract year, he's gonna want more than 2.7 million. Cameron Brake made 6.5 as a third string tight end. Yeah, that's gonna go up. This is going up. Do we pay running back? Eh, I don't know. Colton Davis is a number one corner. Bruce Arians has been saying it. He's been talking him up. He's gonna command way more than that. It's gonna be eight, nine, if not 10 12 million dollars.
0: Right.
1: So don't Tell me, oh, we're in, we're sitting pretty, but yeah, because of great players that aren't getting paid. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: So we'll see. We'll see when that time comes. Either way, we're looking for another playoff push, deep, deep playoff push. And yeah, spend money now, but also look at your future because you've got guys to sign back. <laughs> I don't think anyone, yeah. the guys for the future as well.
0: Yeah, I, I you know, for sure, they're going to be smart about it. They're not going to lose their process. You know, they're going to stay within you know, what they're, what they have been doing, but they're probably going to modify it a bit, you know, because again, you're in a window where this is your time, you know, you have your team ready, you have your core and it's prime. Uh, you have a quarterback that is, you know, trying to make history every year. Yeah. It, you know, it's, it's, it's time, it's time to win now. And, you know, so if you have the resources, the options, and you have things that are available to you, you know, you got to take advantage of that and, and go, put together the best roster you can. And I think the Bucs will do that for sure. I mean, they already have a talented roster with just 31 players on it. Um, You know, and now you're adding, you know, hopefully bringing back, you know, who you want to bring back, um, you know, to make that offense, defense, special teams even better in 2021 for sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, I want to take one moment again to just realize what Tom Brady has been for the Bucs in his one year but also what he's done for his whole entire career. I mean, mm. we all have been Tom Brady. Damn man. Just wins too much. I hate him. Everyone has said that that isn't a Boston fan. That isn't a Patriot fan. The dude comes here one year and does it. Yeah. He does it two in a row. I, I don't give a crap what anyone said. Even Charles Barkley said that Tom Brady just he literally beat MJ. <laughs> and none. And I agree. I mean, this dude, someone tried to tell me, Oh, LeBron's better. What? What <laughs> are you talking about who can dunk better? Who looks better athletically? Yeah. LeBron. Yeah. But team wise, it's, it's hard, kind of hard to say Tom Brady's controlling what the defense does too. He's just not sitting like, look, he just made the perfect example for anyone. Jameis, look what he did. Look what Tom Brady did with the same. Oh, forgive me. He brought some guys over. <laughs> that scored a touchdown was on the Buccaneers last year too. I get it. But we went all the way damn there. And won convincingly. Yeah. I mean. Crazy to me. I still don't.
0: Yeah. I mean, I put a tweet out there and I'm sure everyone's seen it. You know, the Bucks were just the best team. they were the best team in the NFL. They had the best roster. And regardless of injuries, if the hell, if the Bucks were at full strength throughout the whole season, they would have probably went 14, 15, and one. I mean, I can say that confidently. Uh, You give me OJ Howard throughout the whole year. You give me uh, Vita Vea through the whole year. Defense doesn't drop off. Offense probably gets even more scarier and better. So yeah, there, <laughs> there is no there is no argument there. The Bucks won fair and square. Yeah, Packers had injuries. Saints had injuries. You know, whatever. We won the game. Uh, Chiefs, their offensive line even at full strength would have struggled. We beat them up uh, in that Week Twelve matchup, and we would have beat them again, and and as we did in this matchup, regardless. So. There is no excuses. It's, it's the NFL. You know, next man up. Were they full health that first game, week twelve? Uh pretty much. I mean, they had their starting offense line in there. They didn't have Sammy Watkins, but oh. I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> so but he was
1: there in the in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. So don't give me no. Eh.
0: <laughs> Again, no. there's there's going to be excuses. Uh, you know, people just they're they're mad they lost. I mean, that's that's it. Bucks won better team.
1: 14 and 2, 15 and 1. I'm looking for that next year. Like it's it's going to be insane. Another year get better. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think you look at this team, yeah, they definitely can be at least 12 and 4 at the minimum.
1: I mean, look at the way Jason likes drafting. If he gets another two random guys that can contribute in some way, Tyler Johnson contributed huge during the playoffs. Hmm. He was what, a 5th round pick? Jeez. Yeah. Come on. I mean, let, let's see that Let, how much more production can we get from like these random picks it and give Jason light credit too. I mean, they both deserve so much credit. Oh, I mean, and Tom Brady wouldn't be here unless BA was here. And Jason light wouldn't be here or BA would be here unless Jason light was here either. So mm-hmm. crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, uh, let's keep going. Let's see what some people in the chat going on. Uh, people are asking about David or Wagner, Rob Dunlap Who would you <laughs> right now, Levante David or Bobby Wagner.
0: That's uh, Levante, David. Wagner can stay over on the West Coast.
1: He's a hell of a player, though. I'll give him that. Yeah, he is. Uh, I'm not going to talk about Jameis. I can't. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I just, last Sunday, lost on Just Jameis is gone. We're not bringing him back. We don't like yeah. to bring him back. He's going to start
0: for the Saints uh, this coming year, so good luck to him.
1: Yeah, good luck with Devin White coming after you. Yep. Uh, we should have took the postseason. Let's see much easier schedule next year as well. That's like, true. I think either way, no matter what, another year of this offense to learn. I think I said it in the last live stream, the offense will be able to carry the defense this time. Think about mm. that.
0: Yeah,
1: that's crazy. And the defense literally carried us nonstop, <laughs> during, especially during the playoffs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh Oh, I know y'all ought to give me. uh Oh, oh, here comes the talk. Let David walk. We have his replacement in the building and he can't pay Everyone save money there. Who's his replacement? Devin White? You're talking about Devin White?
0: I mean, we need two.
1: Yeah, we need two. TB12, bro, who's the who's the, the other replacement? Because Avante is huge for Devin White. I mean, they, they worked great in a tandem. You, you, that's a huge hole you're missing. If
0: Yeah. Teams.
1: Huge Man. hole. And
0: it's not easy to find a, a rookie linebacker that can come in.
1: You're talking Russell Shepard? Or no, uh, <laughs> forgive me, uh, Chappelle sure. Russell? Right?
0: Oh, well, he's, he's got cut. I mean, Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, I mean, you have Kevin mentor that you have to re-sign back. I mean, that ain't it. That ain't it. <laughs> I mean, maybe you go LSU in the draft and you get your bill uh, Cox, you know, maybe bring him over, you know, that would be the only linebacker I would, I would go after in the draft, but cause he's LSU, LSU wins. <laughs> they just, they're good linebackers.
1: Yeah. This is the biggest point. Like I, I agree fully with Raymond in this. Raymond, if, if you guys aren't, Listen to Raymond, you need to start listening right now. This this dude's all if you're not on Facebook too, chat it up with Raymond and Facebook and our Facebook group. You can find it probably down below in the, the description. Hopefully, plus put it down there.
0: I think I did. I don't know.
1: He said, damn guys, they had no preseason, no offseason. They had to run BA's offense until they could adjust during the bye week. So they adjusted and look what they turned into. Imagine
0: mm-hmm.
1: a whole off season of preparation work. TB12, Brady's already out there training. He's ready. He's number great. Yeah. Like, uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. And then another good thing is like you have your offensive line coming back, you know, all together. So you added more depth, obviously, with the, the race of, you know, Aaron Stinney and, you know, how he played. And so you're going to have your starting group back um, and maybe you make some additions there, you, you know, just have to wait and see, but that's huge. I mean, you have your starting five coming back. That's going to be a big, you know, as far as the offense goes, and then, like you said, Tom Brady, he he knows the system now. He knows how to run it, and you know Byron Leftwich knows how to call it too. And it's, so you're going to have the same personnel pretty much. Uh, That's you know that's that's a huge advantage.
1: I can't wait to see it. Can't mm-hmm. wait to see it. Yeah, TB12 never answered who it is, who's the replacement because I I do not see who the replacement is It's in the building. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Levante can't be replaced. I mean, like people say in the chat. I mean, I I think he's he's going to be brought back for sure. Um Yeah, I don't not,
1: not even David gone. And so I if it don't don't even yeah. just bring him back immediately.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be back and uh very important for this defense. So, yeah, but I mean just to uh you know recap what we talked about so far, I mean, really it's just prioritizing the 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 big three as we, you know, Guywin, you know, David um, I think Shaq, if it's the right price, you know, don't want to overspend there. And then also, you know, trying to bring back, you know, Gronkowski and then, you know, maybe Andaman can sue if he decides he wants to, you know, come back um, at a reasonable price. I, I just feel like he would be a good guy to bring back because then in the draft, you can really draft, you know, either interior defensive line or edge. And you can have still a a very good core to help those guys succeed better um, in a limited role. They don't have to be the guys right away. Uh, I think that'd be very important, especially when you look at this class, uh, you know, the defensive edge class and the the interior guys. A lot of them have a lot of great traits and and skills, but they're not very developed. Like they're not, I would say a lot of them are not pro ready is what I'm trying to say. Like right now, um, a lot of them can't. I'm just looking at the overall class, um, you know, edge guys, like, you know, some of the guys we looked at already, like Ojolari and Asai and, you know, Patrick Jones, guys like that. I think they have all the traits that you want, but they're just not there yet as far as being ready right away, you know?
1: I agree with that. They're not well-rounded. They have have traits. They have certain quick twitch abilities, but they don't have the Mm -hmm. well-rounded be able to, pull up against a run or pass rush specific moves. It's just more raw talent pretty much. Yeah.
0: That's what I'm saying.
1: Oh, so Raymond, as always like this live stream or lose your stash (laughs) (laughs) mustache or the stash cash you have behind you. Appreciate it. it. We're just printing money left and right. I don't know, but (laughs) let's keep going. Uh, where was this? So TV 12 answered again, answer me this. Lose Shaq or Godwin in a game that's built around getting after the passer and scoring points. Points or lose David.
0: So let me well, really quick. Yeah, you go
1: ahead. Yep. Lose Shack or Godwin in a game that's built around getting after the passer and scoring points or lose David. So, to me, again, we mentioned this earlier in the chat in the, in the live stream. We're built at a gap blitzes built in the middle, middle down the line. So you're talking Vitavea, David White, Antonio Antoine Winfield. Everything in the middle is where you're going to produce havoc. And quickest point in between two points is a straight line, right? You don't want to go around the edge. You want to go straight through. That's why you saw so many a gap blitzes from Levante David and Devin White. So I honestly think that's way bigger of a, a disadvantage if we get rid of them. First of all, the knowledge of the defense, helping portray the defensive play calls to everyone else. And then, okay, if you lose Shaq. Okay, it does hurt. Don't get me wrong. You still have JVP on one side. Anthony Nelson showed something. And then if you can draft an edge rusher or get one of these veteran guys that are looking just to run for a, a ring, do it. Yeah.
0: yeah. One guy, one guy I'll throw out there. Yeah. One guy I throw out there is uh, um, Oliver uh, Vernon. I think that could be a potential addition, especially he's coming off of Achilles. Yeah. Um, so that's some risk involved. I mean, hopefully he's 100%. But he's a guy that I think. Could be a cap casualty. He's let go by the Browns. And I think he could be signed for a reasonable contract. Um, you know, that's cap friendly. And he would be a perfect guy to bring in there. He has the athleticism and he can get plenty of sacks with Vitavea up the middle. So just throwing that out there. That's just a name, you know, I've seen it tossed around.
1: Speaking of, that's that's think of that as a contract that Shaq Barrett could get. I mean, he got astronomical amount of money when he signed with them. Yeah. I, I just Sometimes it's warranted to pay guys if they fit what you do defensively or your scheme or whatever it is. Same point as Gronkowski. He got that money with the Patriots because he literally was the guy. He's not the guy no more, so he shouldn't deserve that. Shaq is a great player, but is he the guy of this defense? No, he, he started benefiting, again, middle pressure. Vita Vea comes in, all hell breaks loose. Who do you pay more? I honestly think Vita Vea should, but yeah. maybe just because of the position, they shouldn't get paid just as much. This uh, franchise tag stuff of averaging money it maybe should be different for schemes and stuff. But hey, what am I to say? <laughs>
0: uh, I, but but I mean on on that point, I mean I understand why you want to bring why you know TB twelve is talking about bringing back Shack and but. But I mean, Levante is just—he's just more critical as far as the middle of the defense. And I, I recommend, like we talked about earlier, go—you know—check out. Just Google Jess Root and Real Buckstock. Google that in the search bar. Look up that episode. You can—you can watch it or listen to it. Um, just listen to how he talks about the defense, how it's revolved about around Levante and Devin White and the middle. Um, so it's just very important that we have guys like that. Um, you know, as far as Shack, again, just depends on cost. I mean, how much you're willing to pay, you know, for his kind of production. Again, he's very productive. He had a great year this year, um, but you just have to be smart in how you, you know, go about it as far as structure and, and contract.
1: Let's think about this as well. We drafted a middle linebacker, top five. I think we value middle linebackers a little bit. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I I don't know. We'll we'll see what we do in the draft with edge rushers and stuff, but. Shaq, if he wants around something 20 million dollars, I, I don't know. I just don't know. Yes, it's a pass rush league, but don't pigeonhole pass rush as in edge rushers. If you're pushing the middle of the of the offensive line back so much that the quarterback can't step up, giving more opportunity for the edge rushers. That's what inflates their numbers because they can't the quarterback can't step up, they're gonna walk into a sack. That's is, is beneficial of an A gap blitz. Defensive yeah. tackles like Vita Vea and Dominican it causes havoc to the rest of the defensive line or the offensive line. They they have to help out the middle. Edge rushers get one on ones. Eat. That's,
0: mm-hmm. how,
1: that's how it works. Again, yeah. like I said, go look up Jess Root, real box talk. It's a lot of good information. I thought it was one of our best interviews ever. Mm-hmm. Real box talk. But
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but I mean you're you're right. I mean, it's just about it's about getting that middle pressure and you know that's why I'm so advocate on bringing a Dominican Sue back. Cause if you have those two guys in the middle and four offense alignment on those two alone, you're going to get one-on-ones and that's what Mark talked about opportunities. But uh, we'll just have to wait and see. Again, I love Shaq Barrett. I think we can both say that we love him. I mean, the guy said he's a baller. Uh, I hope he's back. But again, I'm just saying if we're going to lose somebody, then, you know, that's going to ha- that That would be the odd man out.
1: I had to bring this up. I had this audio clip.
0: I'm balling. I just <laughs> He's balling.
1: he missed James the clip okay <laughs> but hey he, he he did ball all all season he did a lot of, have a lot of edge rush pressures and quarterback pressures but again like i kind of said you can't step up you're gonna go somewhere easier easier path to the ball uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh let me see so a couple more before we head on out a great ticket discount let's see levante is leader for defense like people were mentioning the NFL tells us, tells you pass rushers are more important. They make more money than middle linebackers. Yeah. But it's like I mentioned with the, the franchise tag. Plus, you know what? You you <laughs> yeah, I'm not mad. It's just more,
0: yeah.
1: Don't don't look at every team in a whole as the same.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're not a four three defense. So just think of it that way. Good touch on it a little bit more.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I understand what he's saying. Again, yeah, the market does play to pass rushers. It's a premium position. I mean, when you look at the draft, what do you draft? You draft quarterback, edge rusher, and then it's you know left tackle. Or you know, you got to protect the passer, and you have to find ways to get after the passer. That's that's the key to football. So, yeah, I mean, I I understand the point. Um, and uh, you know, it, it could go either way. They have the ability to bring everyone back, like Raymond's saying here in the chat. Yeah. Or they can, you know, continue to do what they've been doing and, and being smart with how they, you know, manage their contracts and not overspend or overpay. We're just, we're going to have to wait and see. Um, you know, I want Shaq back as, as much as anybody, but again, just don't go over the top with it because it's not necessary.
1: I agree in all points. Oh, with that said, you know what? We've, we hit the hour, guys. Thank you for all the, the questions, the the topics, the opinions, everything. You guys brought it today. I love the packed house. If you haven't yet hit that like button down below for us, help us out. You've been commenting all over. We love it. The off season begins just like the title of the, the live stream. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to bring out some draft content for you. Be ready for that. Stay tuned. And with that said, have a good night. Plus send us off.
0: All right, guys. Yeah. Everyone have a great night. Go bucks. And we got draft stuff coming very soon. As Mark said, So until the next one, see you guys.